You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve is the online superstore for everything sexy in your life. And with the holidays fast approaching, it's the best place to go get something for your special someone. Whether or not you're looking to buy lingerie, movies, sex toys, lubes, you name it, Adam and Eve has got it. And with my code HOLLY, you will be getting a very special offer. They will give you 10 free gifts. Something for her, something for him, and something you will both enjoy. Six movies and free shipping with the code HOLLY at checkout. So get your Christmas shopping started early and visit adamandeve.com and use code HOLLY. Adam and Eve where there is something sexy for everybody. Today's podcast is with Bella French, the CEO of Minivids, which is the number one adult clip store in the world. Bella was a cam girl herself, so she actually comes from a place of experience. She's actually the only person I know who is running a sex worker platform that actually was a sex worker at one time. She's not just some investor or some programmer who came in and decided to take advantage of the money in the adult industry. She's really here to provide a platform to enable sex workers to be more independent and to be able to financially support themselves and sell their content directly to their fans. Bella is an advocate for sex worker rights. She's also somebody who's really humble and open and honest about her journey. She's somebody who's not afraid to admit her mistakes. And she's just somebody that I really admire. And I'm so thrilled to have her here. So let's welcome Bella French to Holly Randall Unfiltered. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have a very special guest, somebody that I've been trying to get on the show for a while. So I'm very happy to welcome Bella French to the podcast. Hi, Bella. Hey, Holly. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Finally. (laughs) I know. I know. We were finally able to make it happen. Well, I mean, there's two things. You're a very busy woman and you also don't live in this country. Right. So So. (laughs) first time was supposed to be last year, Mm -hmm. I think, during ex-bids. Yeah. It just didn't work out. Just craziness. And now I just, it's the second time I come and I made sure I wanted to come and see you. Great. Yay. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Bella French is a Renaissance woman. Um, would, would you say ex-cam girl? Because you don't cam anymore, right? Right. Last time I cammed was, I think, six months ago. I okay. did like two sessions. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm not a full-time cam girl. I right. was for three years. Right. I loved it. I do miss it sometimes. But now I'm just like 
in the office like 12 hours a day, every single day. Because you are the CEO of a little itty bitty website that probably <laughs> no one's ever heard of called Many Vids. <laughs> and it's really great because I think this is, I can't actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't think of any other like user platform that is fronted by like an actual like sex worker, like an ex sex worker or whatever you want to call it yourself. Because normally it's like a man in a suit, you know, somebody who came in with funding and was just like, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that there's such a high demand for adult content and I'm going to create this platform and I'm going to make a ton of money. But you approach this very, very differently. So um, I guess, well, first of all, for those of you who don't know, we should say that many vids is like, would you call it like a clip store? So it started being a clip store mm-hmm. for sure, but it has evolved to something else and we don't really know what it is at this point. Yeah. It's very unique um, because we have live camming. We have the whole clip aspect of things. We also offer services. We have MV Social, which is also like a little Twitter within many vids. So... We it's more like an adult community at this point mm-hmm. than just a clip site. Right. Yeah. I mean you're constantly adding um more and more features to it. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. Sorry, I was just gesturing because <laughs> I just we're like we need to set the timer. Because otherwise I'll right never there. <laughs> getting things done. I'll never stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Made a noise. Just keep pressing buttons. Oh, there you go. Yay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, you're constantly working on it and constantly developing the site. And I know you're, you're very much like a workaholic. You're, I feel like you're like me, but I also feel like saying that is kind of a disservice because I feel like you work a lot more than I do. You make me feel lazy, basically. And that's kind of saying a lot. So. I admire everything you've done and everything you do. And this podcast is just, you go, girl. It's awesome. More Thank of you. you would be amazing. And what you do, I completely suck at. Like production, <laughs> pictures, all that stuff. For me, it's a mystery. Yeah. Um, I am definitely a workaholic. Uh, this is a, you could say a problem. Like if I'm not working, I feel I'm wasting my time and I always way. have to work. And then I feel so ashamed if I didn't push myself till the breaking point. And I also keep thinking about how many people need help and how many people like rely on us at many vids. So it's just like, I have to keep going and going and going. And I'm also extremely passionate about it. So it's not just that I exclusively want to work is that that's my passion. So mm-hmm. I love it. I mm-hmm. just want to talk about it and yeah. and move things forward. So Do you ever feel though, do you ever have moments where you feel really burnt out and you're like, okay, I need to go to the spa for a day or try not to work for a day? Um, Or are you just like, fuck it, I'm just going to constantly push myself? I push myself literally till the breaking point. Uh, So... ManyVids has been a six-year journey for for the three co-founders because we started like six months before the platform launched. And within those six years, I've had like two burnouts. It's like extreme adrenal gland fatigue. And that means it's actually quite dangerous. And what it means is that my body just shuts down. And for like two days, I sleep like 20 hours a day, 21 hours a day. It's just a mix of like 
way too much stress and just extreme fatigue. And basically that's it. Like that, that's when I stop. Uh, other than that, I do love to go in nature. I have a place up north in Quebec and it's like just alone with the trees. And just that for a couple of hours, like re- refills me. Like I feel so much better after. So, and then I get excited to get back to the office yeah. and work with the team. Yeah. I'm the same way. I need to take, um, cause I push myself too and I get really burnt out and then I start to get grumpy. And also to be honest, I feel like as I'm getting older, I've actually pulled back a little, a little bit on the, the work that I used to shoot a lot more, like many more days a week than I do. And I could shoot more days a week if I wanted to, but I, I really don't want to because I, I get burnt out quicker now, I think, because I'm older. Um, and also, too, I have other projects like this one that I want to spend more time right. on, um, which isn't so exhausting because production's really tiring. You're on your, on your hands. Because <laughs> I'm walking around on my hands all day. <laughs> Like I'm a fucking circus act <laughs> on your feet all day, um, you know, and just like, I don't ever really sit down. So it's very exhausting, but it's been like, as I get older too, I, I don't know, I find myself really trying to seek better balance between work and, you know, personal time because, because like you said, I, I do burn out and then I start to hate my job, right. which you don't ever want when that's like such an integral part of like your personality and your identity you don't ever want to start you know not wanting to go to work so I find it like so important to pull back yeah it's balance is the ultimate goal I feel you know Mm -hmm. like you spend time with family members friends and then that gives you the energy to go back to work you're in a very creative space so you need to have that time off it's very important because you create stuff Um, a lot of the things I do, there's some creation, like new ideas and how to market things. But most of the stuff I do is like a to-do list. And mm-hmm. it doesn't require me to like, you know, always sit down and think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I have zero balance. Balance is impossible for me right now. Also because of the competition and how yeah. things are becoming quite intense, which I absolutely love. I find mm-hmm. it so cool. I love the competition. They push us to be better and think outside of the box and all that stuff. But yeah, balance is non-existent in my life right now. <laughs> So tell us about how you actually started the website, because I remember when I did that that panel with you last year, AVN, um, your story kind of about how you created many vids and where it came from was pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. So I was a cam girl for three years full time, and I'm really bad with technology. And at the time when I was camming, if I wanted to send a video to one of my members, the way it would work is the member would tip me on the cam site. Then I would have to take a pen and a paper and write down like his email address and which videos did he tip for. And once I would log off from camming, then I would spend like half an hour or an hour sending videos to all of those fans that tipped. And I felt it was so inefficient. Yeah. And... I thought there has to be a better way of doing this. And that's kind of how the idea came about. And um, so said, who's at the time, my really good friend, he's mm-hmm. now the CEO of many vids and my boyfriend, he tells me that he could help me get this done. I tell him a little bit more about ideas that I have. And we decide to launch uh, him and me, many uh, bellfrench.com. Mm-hmm. 
and bellfrench.com was like a very mini many vids we just wanted to test it out and see like if it would work which it did so i would take care of that website myself it was a templated website it was easy i just would put pictures add the videos and he would help me find a place to host my videos Mm -hmm. and then people like my fans just started to buy videos that way so i would start making sales while I'm sleeping and while I'm on cam, I didn't have to take all those emails and send, send them after. And I tell him, why don't we create something like this, but for a community? And there, there has to be other girls like me out there that are having a hard time sending videos. And mm-hmm. then what about the dirty panties we send all the time? Like, what about the dirty panties? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about <laughs> the, and to be fair, uh, I totally get it. I have auctioned off wardrobe from shoots. And those things are a fucking gold mine. Oh, it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, so then it was the same issue. Someone tips for a panty, but then they would ask like, what type of panties do you have? Can I see pictures? And then it was how a lot long of did you wear fun. it for? Right. Were you ovulating? This? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like all the options. Can you send a picture with those panties? Yeah. Whatever the address. And so we decided like, Okay, BellaFrench.com is working. Let's do this for more people, more models. Let's test it out. He talks to his best friend, Gino. He's really good with coding. He's been coding for years for like banks and major companies. So we come to three of us part-time. Sed is finishing coding school. Gino's working and I'm camming full-time. And we just have six months of putting things together. And then we launched a beta version of many vids. That was like end of November, 2013. And we officially launched uh, in end of March, beginning of April, 2014. Mm-hmm. And that's been like five and a half years ago. And now it's like, we're the number one clip site in the world. We're the fastest growing adult community in the world. And it's just been this freaking crazy journey. <laughs> Did you ever expect that it was going to do so well? I was actually hoping for it. I remember talking to our first team member that joined the company and I told him this is going to become the number one clip site in the world. But you know, when you say things, you don't actually always believe it's going to happen. Yeah. So- when it actually did, I was like, oh my God, this is so <laughs> cool. This is cool. Yeah. And I think the reason why it became popular is because I was a cam girl. I understand models and all the, the decisions we take are towards making our models happy first and foremost. So I, I feel like they probably saw that and understood it and mm-hmm. we're just there to, to serve them. Yeah. How did you get the word out about um, many vids? Like, how did you get people to to sign on? Because I guess at the time, the biggest one was what? Clips for Sale, right? Clips for Sale was which, huge. Which, by the way, I tried to do a Clips for Sale website. No offense to Clips for Sale, but their interface is dog shit. I could not understand it. It was so fucking confusing. And I talked to a lot of people who were like, if you don't, ha- so have whatever intrinsic understanding of Clips for Sale, then like, And you can make a lot of money on it if you know how to work the system. But if you don't, like me, you know, you won't make anything. And it was just like, I could not, could not figure that website out. I never tried to work with Clips for Sale or upload anything there. I was not fully aware that it existed. I had seen it here and there, but I felt it was more for the fetish community. Yeah. I mean, if you want to see 
what weird fetishes there are out there, just go to Clips for Sale and look at like the categories yeah. and it will blow your mind. It's fun, fun stuff. So bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, there was Clips for Sale and there were other clip sites. I just felt like we could do better mm-hmm. and there was a better way of doing this. And many vids kind of started a trend because the big companies didn't have clip sites and now they're all coming on mm-hmm. the market and it's like becoming this crazy thing. But yeah, we, we're not the first. Right. Yeah. I, I think the audience, I think it is changing the, the whole like membership um, model, I think is a little bit outdated. And I think people are more interested in buying things a la carte and buying things individually rather than signing up for like an entire month because people want to pick and choose. I guess if you're going to pay for something, people want to pick and choose what they're going to pay for. Yeah. I think what's also so cool about the clip sites is that you can get access to your favorite model. So mm-hmm. you can get access and start communicating with them. And I think that communication aspect makes it so exciting. When you go to a membership website, you get access to really cool content. That must be the thing you like the most if you became a member. But you can't say like, hey, you, um, I would like to get to know you better or I want to give you this tip and have this conversation starting. Mm-hmm. So I think the connection is becoming more and more important these days. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's the one thing. I mean, you know, websites can steal and pirate all kinds mm. of content. But you can't pirate a personal connection with somebody. And there's a lot of really lonely people out there, you know, our, our, the, the um, technology and the internet, you know, as much as it's connected people, it's also isolated people a mm-hmm. lot. And I feel like people are really looking to find ways to connect with people, um, especially, you know, like guys that might not have a lot of interaction with women um, to be able to interact with like, you know, beautiful women who, you know, I don't know, make them feel good about themselves. Right. A hundred percent. It's, it's also like so easy when you think about it. I go, let's say someone goes on many vids, buys access to a phone number, starts texting right away. Mm -hmm. It's instant. Yeah. That's really cool stuff. Yeah. And then, that model is going to reply back right Mm -hmm. away. So you're not like going in a bar. If you're shy, trying to talk to someone, you don't know if you're going to get rejected or not. Mm -hmm. And you know, this is a cool service. You know, it's going to happen. Like you pay for it, you get it. Yeah. And And you can be kind of anonymous. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And right now everyone is just crazy busy. Like Mm -hmm. society is moving so fast technology. So you don't always have time to figure out like, where am I going to go tonight? Am I going to go out with those friends? Should I talk to this person? So it's like this instant thing. Mm -hmm. So, so you started many vids and like, first off the bat, I will say that I feel like the design of the website was very different from a lot of websites. You guys use a lot of color. You use like a white background. Um, and you, ha- you come up with these cool, like little logos and like, you know, it's very, like, it feels very inviting and like bright and cheerful, whereas some other websites feel a little dark and like, I don't know, you know, was that it? Was that a distinctive decision on your part? Yeah, a hundred percent. I wanted the website to be white. That was very important for me because the adult industry is associated with darkness and mm-hmm. shadiness. And I mm-hmm. felt like, no, let's do something white. Let's do something like you just mentioned, bright, something cool. And I wanted it 
to be um, a website that people outside of the adult industry or people that don't really know the adult industry would feel welcome to. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the websites within the adult industry and that most of them are done on purpose. It, it looks like um, amateur. It looks mm-hmm. very like uh, not shady, but when you go onto those platforms, it feels adult industry yeah. right away yeah. i wanted like the inverse i right. wanted people to be able to go on many vids and feel oh this could be like a mainstream website mm-hmm. it just happens that they're hosting adult content mm-hmm. and we we kept that look and we wanted also to have a very strong branding and yeah. have not just the name many vids but have a logo that's associated with the brand which is something that we don't see that often mm-hmm. within the adult industry that's true a lot of uh logos are the names right but they don't have this extra thing which mm-hmm. for us is the hard crown logo mm-hmm. and that was very important that was all thought about and yeah you've been able to i've seen you like use it in patterns mm-hmm. and things like that you know with the with the um the the gear yes well <laughs> you know like the sweater why yeah. am i the sweat sweatsuit right is yeah, that right like the sweater the, the crop pant, tops and combo like the hoodies yeah like and, what you were giving away last year that everybody wanted yeah and then I, I got mine and i wore it home on the plane i saw that i was like this is so cool thank you holly i also have your onesie too i wear also wear that when it's it hasn't been cold enough for me to wear them yet but it's we're getting there you guys have the best temperature i know it's like november and it's like, like, november and it's oh like 90 <laughs> there's like a crazy sto- snowstorm in montreal right now. really and we're like well not in LA. Yeah. Well, actually, um, I know this is so exciting for everybody, but uh, it's going to start raining tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Yeah. It's going to drop like 20 degrees and it's going to rain for the next few days. Okay. I know this tomorrow. because I'm shooting. Oh, right. I'm always like, if you want to know what the weather is, I, I'm the weather lady. I always know what the forecast is because of work. I'm always looking at the weather. So when you shoot outside and you know it's going to rain, do you just like change some ideas? And- yeah. Yeah. If a client... Like one of my clients from Montreal, who sometimes thinks that it's always 80 degrees here. And they're like, what do you mean? You can't, you might not be able to do an outdoor pool scene in December. Um, I have to be like, we might, it might be warm. I don't know, but it also might not be warm. So like you need to have a backup. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to consider that we might need to completely scrap and change the content. Um, so yeah, so I'm always thinking of like a backup plan just in case. Yeah. We, we did some shoots in Paris and we wanted to shoot outside. It didn't happen, Mm -hmm. but we were thinking like, what if it rains? And I was Mm -hmm. like, well, let's just get some cool umbrellas. And yeah, but there's so many times you can do shoots with umbrellas, but that's just for pictures. You, it's much different because it's like videos and whole scenes. Well, also too, what a lot of people don't realize is that like real actual rain doesn't capture well on film like on in video or in stills like actual rain doesn't really show up a lot of times when you see like rain in video or in pictures it's fake rain and they do things to like kind of make the liquid more visible um i've actually heard they mix milk sometimes or some kind of like milk like substance with the water to make it show up more but like they have special rain machines and stuff like that so it's actually it's using real rain generally doesn't work that well you usually have to fake it that's so interesting. Yeah. Never heard of that before. Yeah. So no no rain shoots outside. Generally <laughs> no. You if you want a real rain shoot, you gotta you gotta bring in the rain machine. Which is 
interesting to shoot with. I've done it once. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, so you started many vids and how quickly did it grow? Was it slow at first? Were you, when you first launched it, did you feel like you weren't, was there, did you ever have a moment of doubt where you're like, you know, this isn't going to work out? Actually, I don't remember that. I just remember like, I'll do whatever it takes work as much as I have to. I'm going to make this work. And it didn't explode from one day to another. Mm -hmm. It was just like a lot of work consistently. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would approach some cam girls. Initially, it was just for cam girls. And Mm -hmm. now it's like we have trans models and gay performers. It's super inclusive. But Mm -hmm. so initially, because I had a name within the cam world and people kind of knew who I was and I had like reached out to a lot of models previously, I reached out to them and invited them to join many vids, which they did. But it was like a constant effort yeah people are slow to sign on to a new platform because if you don't have the traffic they're like "Mm." yeah so I got quite lucky because I think I was able to convince like 20 models right off the bat Mm -hmm. so when we officially launched many vids we had I think 18 or 20 models including myself Mm -hmm. and I think because of the fact that some of those models knew who I was and they trusted that if I would join that platform, it meant that it was a good platform. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, my goal was to get one new uh, MV star on the platform every day. Okay. And then it ended up becoming two a day and mm-hmm. then seven a day. And then slowly it grew and it grew and it's been constantly growing. And, um, but there, there hasn't been a moment where I was like, there's been many moments where I was like, oh my God, this is killing me. <laughs> but there was no moment where I, I thought this is going nowhere. Right. It was always really growing and it was exciting the yeah. whole time. Yeah. So it shows that there really was a huge need for it and um, you were going about it the right way. So that must have been gratifying. Oh, a lot. I think what what's so gratifying is when you see like little videos or comments of models on social media that say, thank you so much, many vids. I was able to get out of this bad situation because of the platform or, um, you know, I have access to all of those things now because of the platform. I remember a specific video of a model winning a contest mm-hmm. and she's not like one of the top models on the platform. So she did put a lot of effort and work really, really hard to win that contest. And she was crying because, so basically, when you win a contest on many vids, you win a bonus. Mm -hmm. And it's like a significant cash prize. I think it's like Mm $1,000, depending on the contest. And so she won that and she just made a video crying how because of that, she was able to offer dental care to one of her kids. And she just like was so happy. And oh, that's great. Oh, yeah. That that like made everyone's day, like people crying at the office, just watching someone else cry and feeling like, you know what? We're doing something good here. Yeah. And and there's been moments like that throughout the whole time. Yeah. You've always um, used many vids as a platform form to advocate for the rights of sexual for sex workers um what was the first campaign that you that you did in that vein the first time that i did like my coming out Mm -hmm. or officially announced to the community that i was the ceo and one of the co-founders of many vids was a year and a half ago when we launched we are many documentary Mm -hmm. and that's when I started to really talk more about like everything within the adult industry and sex workers rights. And I've never stopped 
ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, that was around, was that around the time of the Me Too movement? It was a little bit after. A little bit afterwards. Yeah. And did you have a personal story that you shared? I've never had a personal story like within the adult industry mm-hmm. of someone trying to force me to do something. Mm-hmm. I was very independent and I was also working from Montreal mm-hmm. and I never came to any conventions or anything. So I was actually not super involved within the adult industry when I was a cam girl. Right. Um there's been some situations, but it's like not at all like a me too uh, right. moment. Right. But where producers were trying to get me to do f- videos for them for really cheap, but it mm-hmm. was literally like an email and I reply back, not, not interested. Right, right, right. So I've, uh, but I've heard a lot of stories that were really, really sad. And I'm actually happy that I've heard those stories. That means mm-hmm. people are talking and people yeah. are addressing things. And I really hope we're going to create an industry where abuse is absolutely unacceptable, like zero tolerance and that it's, we welcome people, victims to talk about it. Yeah. Well, I think the, the advent of the internet and the technology that's followed and platforms like many vids has really enabled, um, sex workers to be more independent and having that independence means that you have the power and I think the confidence to be able to say no and not get be in the situations and not feel trapped like you have to do something you don't want to do because you have no other options. Having an ability to create and sell your own content, you know, creates that independence, which I think is so incredibly important for women. A hundred percent. Like, you, you know better than me, but before, you, let's say you're a porn star, cam girl, and you want to work for a specific production company, you have to do what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. So if they want you to do a specific uh, scene, which is like quite an aggressive sexual act, if you want to get a job and if you want to make your name within the adult industry, even if you don't want to, you're going to do it. Right. Well, now it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Now you're like, you know what? I'm not interested in that and I'll do my own content. There's an alternative now mm-hmm. and I can be in control and decide. I just want to do masturbation videos. Yeah, I love uh, masturbating. I love the adult industry. I'm just not into specific sexual acts and right. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I've seen such a incredibly significant shift in the way not only performers are you know, the trajectory of their careers and the decisions that they're making about what they're going to shoot, but also too, in turn, how now production companies and some of the big, the bigger companies, especially are, are treating models. They actually recognize now that like, wow, these people have a lot of power. And even with social media, you know, social media can be a bad thing, but it can also be a good thing. Like, if, you know, people are talking about experience, if they have a bad experience with a producer who pushed them to do something that they didn't want to do, this has happened quite a few times. Um, somebody might come out and talk about it and then other girls will jump in mm-hmm. who are maybe too afraid to speak up about it before and be like, that happened to me as well. That happened to me as well. Me too. Um, and so I think like I have recognized, you know, I mean, as a, as a female producer, I've always tried to make sure that I provide a safe, um, space for girls to perform. You know, I've ne- I don't, I don't feel like, I hope I haven't ever pushed somebody to do something that they don't want to do. Um, but I've, I've become even more vigilant about, 
about that now because I've seen girls talk about how, um, like for one example, um, talking about boundaries before we start a scene and talking about what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. We never really did that before because I was never shooting anything very extreme anyway. So I was like, we don't need to talk about that because we're not going to do anal fisting. So I don't need to ask the girl if she's okay with having a fist in her ass because I'm not shooting that. But I've recognized now that like some girls would really like the consideration to have the opportunity to talk to their partner, not only about what they don't like before the scene starts, but maybe what they do like, mm. you know, like, I really like having the back of my shoulder kiss. That gets me going. Oh my God, what a great thing to know. I'm going to do that to you. That's going to create a better scene. So just like the way that it's open communication, I think has been really, really beneficial. And, um, as a producer, I, I really think that it's, it's helped. Um, I, I enjoy that. I, I'm, I feel like I have a better set now because of all of these things that have happened. Man, I'm so happy to hear that. I think that's amazing. Like, we realize that we're moving in the right direction yeah. and that is super exciting. Yeah. And I've never heard anyone complain about shooting with you and all the models love you. And I think that the fact that you're a woman makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. You have probably this sensitivity because yeah. of the fact that you have a body that yeah. is the same as them. And I'm sure there's other men out there that are very sensitive and great as well, but it's just different, you know? Yeah. I think um, I can relate in a way that maybe like some men can't, you know, like For I sure. understand what it, it's like to feel like really bloated right before your period or something like that, you know, like things that like just bodily functions that men don't get, especially with newer girls. I think, um, you know, like I'm very comfortable explaining to a girl about mm -hmm. hygiene and that kind of stuff, whereas a guy might feel a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it makes a big difference. Yeah, uh, absolutely. M models right now and sex workers, online sex workers are very important and they do have a big voice and it's important to consider them. I always say they are the adult industry. Yeah. It's them. Yes. People come to see them. They don't necessarily end up going. Well, it depends because there is definitely some styles, but someone will go to buy some content because of the people that are within that content. They right. don't just really go there because they like that style. It's, right. it's a lot directed to their favorite models. Right. So we and need to, glorify them yeah absolutely and i think also too um consumers have been able to because they've been able to connect directly with the models and because they've been able to you know watch them cam and see them do these live shows and get a feel for like their real personality i find that um a lot of you know the audience is will actually be attracted to a girl not just because of the way she looks because she thinks she's hot you think they think she's hot because there's a lot of beautiful girls in the industry, but her personality, mm -hmm. you know, like that's become a more important thing now. Like before you had to be beautiful if you were going to do well in the industry or you had to do some pretty crazy extreme stuff. Now it's like if you're, you know, like cute, but maybe not like a stunning head turner, but you've got like, you're really fun and you do these fun cam shows and you talk to people and you're like articulate and smart or whatever, like people are into, then fans are really attracted to that. They feel like uh, an actual connection with the people. And that's also changed the power of the models. Cause now you don't have to be like this contract girl with like huge tits and blonde hair. You, you can be so many different things and yeah. people like different things. And it's like, whatever you're into, like somebody caters to that. It's and that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a cam girl thing. Mm -hmm. I remember um, going into a cam girl's room and looking at her 
And I was like, oh my God, she's so funny. She's so smart. Like she's creating this fun game. Yeah. I was entertained and I was in there to see her body or see her masturbate. And I yeah. was like, this is fun. Yeah. And I can just only imagine for sure guys be like, oh my God, I love her. Like I wish I could be with her and mm-hmm. I want to make her come and, you know, tip her. So yeah. it's, it's, it's like anything in life. You can see. Uh, beauty will attract your eye and you will go towards probably things that are beautiful but afterwards if you start if you see a beautiful girl you start talking to her and she has nothing interesting to say Mm -hmm. after a while you're going to be bored and Mm -hmm. you're going to want something more Mm -hmm. it's not just about beauty that's for sure yeah it's definitely allowed people's personalities to shine through which has Mm -hmm. been really cool i agree okay so we're going to take a quick commercial break and uh we'll be right back stick around Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Dipsy Stories. So many of us don't have the time to read, but we still love the idea of being immersed in a sexy story. And this is where Dipsy comes in. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions designed to turn you on. So often we are caught up in the craziness of our day-to-day lives, and so it's important to tune into our body's needs and reconnect with our sexuality. Their stories are immersive and relatable, and they're offered in bite-sized lengths of anywhere between 5 and 20 minutes, so you can fit them into your busy schedule. They have straight and queer stories, diverse themes, and highly produced soundscapes designed to take you places. Dipsy Stories has been featured in Elle, Marie Claire, The New York Times, and many others. So why don't you check them out and see what all the hype is about? For listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash holly. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash holly they add three new stories every week so you'll never lack for fresh new content to browse whatever you're in the mood for dipsy's got something for you you just need to go to dipsystories.com slash holly to unlock your 30-day free trial you can also find the link in my show notes hello listeners do you love this show Are you thinking to yourself, man, it's so great that Holly gets all this free content for us to enjoy. I wonder if there's any way that I could support her and help her to create even better content. Well, you can. And I'm going to actually give you something in return for your support. By joining my Patreon at patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered, not only will you be supporting this independent endeavor, which is my podcast, but you will also get all kinds of super cool perks that are available exclusively to members of my Patreon. That means that you will be able to watch my interviews live as they happen and therefore access them way before everybody else does. You will also be able to get signed prints from my guests. You'll be able to access exclusive bonus content such as My LA Porn Life, the podcast that I do with my production manager, Eva, as well as some exclusive interviews that I do on set 
with some of the biggest stars in the industry. There's so much at my Patreon for you to enjoy, and I would absolutely love it if you would just go give it a peek, see if it might be worth a couple bucks for you to support the show that you love so much. So go to patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. Okay, so we're back. So Bella, as we talked, mentioned before, you have been adding a lot to Minivids. It's been growing a lot. You've been adding a lot of new features. And could you maybe explain some of the new features? Because I won't lie, they're they're a little lost on me. Yeah, a lot of people tell us the same thing. When we started Minivids, we were, we were very excited and we wanted to give all those tools and we gave a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. now we have a lot mm-hmm. and it feels like uh, we need to fix things. We need mm-hmm. to make things a lot more uh, more simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something that we have on the platform, which is I'm very proud of because of the fact that we give out 90% payout. So basically, Minivids makes no money with any sales that happen on MV Crush. Mm-hmm. So MV Crush, it's a fan site. Mm-hmm. It's a direct message uh, only for members and that are part of members of that crush. Mm-hmm. So the members have to sign up to be a, mem- a part of MV Crush or just ManyVids in general? So ManyVids is free. Basically, right. once you can become a member, go onto the platform, you can write comments on the blog post. And it's free to become a member. You just have to like yes. verify that you're 18 and like... Actually, not for members. Okay. But uh, all our MV stars, they have to be verified, like right, right, 100%. Right. Um, but that's something we're starting to look into, having okay. our members verified. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you become a member and then it depends what you want to have access to. So mm-hmm. you can buy individual videos, you can buy a membership for getting all those videos, like a bundle of videos. Okay, which a model would offer independently, right? Yes. Okay. And some models, so models decide what they want to do. Some models don't have memberships. Mm-hmm. Some models exclusively sell individual videos. Mm-hmm. And then there's services. So you can tip a model. You can have a model create a custom vid for you, have access to her phone number, like a lot of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's something else called MV Crush, which is a membership uh, service. And what you get access to is like direct communication with the model. And she will, he or she will send sexy pictures or sexy videos only accessible to the members of MV Crush. Okay. Um, and that's 90% payout and okay. that's pretty cool. And so do the members pay like per message, which I assume the models set the prices, right? Yes. Models are a hundred percent in control. It's a monthly membership. Okay. So you can purchase like just for one month. Uh, I oh, think okay. it's like three months or six months and 12 months. Okay. And then you get this access and okay. it's really like private. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so it's not a per message payout. It's like a membership. No. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes, okay. yes. Okay. It's 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 a fan site. Right. Okay. It's a fan option within many fits. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> um so you putting yourself out there as, um, you know, the CEO of many vids and, you know, the way that you're so involved in the website and you're so active on social media and you're such an advocate for sex workers rights. Um, sometimes you get 
criticized on social media about That's certain nice. things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, criticize is polite. Criticize is, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, social media is a place where people air their grievances and, and everybody's always got something to say. Um, so one thing I noticed that was that people, um, were wondering if you would ever change the payout, like the 40% mm-hmm. versus 60%. Personally, I, I just want to say, and I, I don't know how your business works, but sometimes I feel like people don't realize how expensive it is to run a business. We were actually just talking about like how expensive insurance was like before this yeah. whole thing started. So, um, is that kind of like, how would you approach, how would you respond to that? Okay. So for all our services, it's 80% payout. Okay. And when you have something at 80% payout, because we're a high risk company, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, uh, the cost to do the transaction, right. the payment processing is very high. Right. So when you give out 90%, we make zero money. Right. We're almost losing money. Right. Uh, 80%, we make very little. Mm-hmm. So if we would put everything on the platform at 80% payout, it would not be sustainable. Mm-hmm. It would be impossible because we have to continuously improve the platform. We have to pay for servers. We have to like make sure we have a customer support system going on and we would go bankrupt. How many employees do you guys have? We're 130 now. Okay. So there's 130 people you need to pay. I don't know if the tax, if you have like the taxes that we have, like payroll taxes and stuff like that. It's just all of these little things. Um, it just, I want to kind of like jump to your defense a little bit because <laughs> I just feel like as a producer, I feel like a lot of people don't get how expensive it is to run a business. Yeah. And, you know, it sometimes it's an uncomfortable conversation to have, but like you were saying, like payment processing, insurance, taxes, like there's just so much. It's, Sometimes, like, honestly, at the end of the year, I'm like, I don't know how I make a living. Right. Like, my bills are out of control. And a lot of times, things are more expensive for us because we work in the adult industry. Everything is more expensive. Yeah. Even bank fees are more expensive. Yeah. Because nobody wants to work with you. So, it's right. basically, okay, we're going to work with you, but it's going to cost you more. Because mm-hmm. we're putting ourselves at risk. That's how everyone sees it. Lawyers, yes. like, banks. Um the other thing is that ManyVids is a tech firm. We mm-hmm. have a lot of engineers and engineers are really expensive. If they're going to be good and they're going to fix the problems and exactly. build things correctly. Yeah, that is true. And there's not enough engineers. And especially in Montreal, the competition is crazy. So mm. that means we need to make sure we have nice offices that we offer really cool stuff like mm-hmm. free breakfast, free lunch, because they all do. Yeah, I have to say when I went to your office, you guys had like a dope ass like kitchen. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking rad. Yeah, I was very impressed. Oh, cool. I hope you're going to come to our new offices. I do. Because we moved and because once again, we need bigger offices because yeah. we have more people and, you know, people want to have a playroom. People want to have a nice space to eat. That's the thing with these tech companies yeah. you re- because tech is exploding and it, as you were saying, it's, it is and believe me, I get it. It is so hard to find good employees. Like people that will do their job, people that will follow up people that will stick around and to make them stick around you have to offer a lot to keep them there so that many vids can continue to grow and 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 function properly so i like i so get it 
Well, thank you for that. <laughs> like, and the thing is that it's not like we've created many vids and now that's it. We're sitting on it. Yeah. We're constantly working. We're reinvesting a lot of money and we're trying to grow and make it better for mm-hmm. our MV stars. And it's really expensive. So if we would give the videos at 80%, that would be the end of many vids. Right. And then nobody would get anything. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's things we need to work on. To make sure that maybe one day we would get there, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get frustrated? I feel like you take criticism really, really well. I don't always. So um, I see you respond to you know people online about things that they're unhappy about, and you're always really positive and saying you know we're always trying to improve. And I have to say I really admire that because I personally like I will take like serious personal offense and I'd be like well bitch fuck you like either I won't res- like a lot of them that don't respond because I don't want to come and like attack because yeah. I get like that so do you ever have a hard time like keeping your cool or do you always like kind of do you have like a philosophy that keeps you so fucking zen <laughs> so I'm I'm trying uh, to be as positive as I can mm-hmm. I hate negativity mm-hmm. and like darkness I just want to stay away from it mm-hmm. and I'm on a little bit of a spiritual path right now so mm-hmm. I always try to understand where is this coming from? Like, why is this person telling me this? Her or his perspective is not the same as mine. So Mm -hmm. how can I fix this or tell him or her, you know what? I didn't think about it that way. And now that I see that that's how you thought about it, let me explain myself. Mm -hmm. So I I just, I can't get into that stuff. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't have it. And it's a lot of, effort and a lot of energy also to fight things i feel it's better to just stay positive be understanding and move forward i it it doesn't get to me Mm -hmm. it used to like a long long time ago but i'm much older now and i understand those things are also never going to disappear there's always going to be someone unhappy right always no matter what you do right (laughs) So it's like, okay, well, I, I welcome that. There's positive people. There's negative people. That's part of what makes mm-hmm. life. And I accept it. Yeah. And also, too, to be fair, like that feedback often, um, there's a lot of times that it's warranted. And it's really helpful to to know. It's really important to listen to the people that you're serving and to try to improve and make things better for them because that's what's going to keep you going and keep you on top. But you're right. It is It is difficult to to make everybody happy. Yeah. And that communication we have with uh, our MV stars, which are, we call them our business partners Mm because that's really what they are. They tell us, what about this many vids? Why don't you change this or address that? And it's like, whoa, that's a really cool comment. We didn't even think about it. Let Mm -hmm. us work on those things. So Mm -hmm. there's this communication has made many vids so much better. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk about um, the tweet that yes. you made a couple of days ago about staying in the Motel 8, was it? It's, like, it's a Super 8 Motel. Super 8 Motel. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I know you got a lot of flack online about that. Yes, so I'm happy to address the situation. So there it is. I'm coming to LA for business meetings and interviews and I'm going to a specific location in LA I've never been to and the closest hotel motel is a super eight Mm -hmm. 
Um, I like efficiency and it was just five minutes away from my business meeting. And I thought to myself, like, let's do it. Let's go there. It doesn't matter. There was like a Radisson, something that's more fancy, mm-hmm. but I, I, I didn't mind at all. Mm-hmm. I really don't care about material stuff. Mm-hmm. I just always wear the same hoodies. I was going to say, like, you definitely don't come out, like, draped in diamonds and, like, fur. Like, even at the AVN Awards, I think you wore your, you wore your MV tracks. Yeah. Go oh, <laughs> <Mo> Bella. <laughs> it's just not something that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's kind of empty. So mm-hmm. I, I don't care about material stuff. And I thought that would be an interesting experience to go to a Super 8 motel Mm -hmm. because of the fact that I know it's like not the best place to be at. And I felt I want to live that. I want to go through that. I know there's a lot of our MV stars that have financial issues. And I just felt, let me try to get into their shoes. Mm -hmm. I'm a French Canadian girl. I'm not that great in English. And I think I misunderstood the word humbling. Mm. So what happened is this. I go to a Super 8 motel and like people are screaming next door. Like the bathroom is dirty. And I'm just having like, I don't mind it. Mm -hmm. I I feel it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then um, when was it? It was two days ago. I have nothing to post on social media and I want to be present. So I decide, oh, you know what? I'll just post the fact that I was at a Super 8 motel and that it was a humbling experience. Mm -hmm. What I meant by that, please let me know if that's what humbling means, is that I was happy to go through that experience so that it helps me understand our MB stars that are struggling a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And that I was happy that I went through it. Mm -hmm. And I heard a lot of people saying that comment. And a lot of people were very unhappy about the fact that I posted that. And I feel that I did fucked up and it was a mistake. And I understood I should never, ever, ever do this again. Mm -hmm. And I was very hurt by the fact that I did hurt other people. Mm -hmm. That that was not my intention at all. It was just kind of a way for me to say, I don't care about material stuff. And I was happy I went through something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. So you weren't like always putting yourself up at a four or five star hotel and trying to like keep yourself based, I guess, in reality? Yeah, reality. Okay. Yeah. I think, I mean, some of the responses I did see was that, you know, a lot of people were dealing with homelessness. And so they felt that, you know, you saying that you staying in a super eight motel, that that was humbling, you know, that hurt them because they're like, we can't even afford to stay in a super eight motel. Yeah. Which I really honestly, like, it made me think, because I was like, wow, I I didn't think about, like, I, I understand that, you know, there are people out there with struggles and sex workers with struggles, but I didn't think about that like, some of them could be sleeping in their car. Same. Some of them could be homeless at the moment. And um, it really kind of opened my eyes to that and be like, wow, how grateful I should be that I am not in that situation. And also how wonderful it is that somebody like you has a platform that, allows people to maybe get themselves out of that situation. Yeah, I didn't realize. I knew there were a lot of RMV stars that were struggling financially, and that made me realize even more. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like there's we need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. 
a month ago, I launched the BFF. So it's the Bella French Foundation. Mm-hmm. And it's literally, um, so on many vids, I still have a profile. Mm-hmm. I didn't take down my videos when I was a cam girl and I still make sales. Mm-hmm. And all the money generated from those sales, I decided I would just give it back to the MV stars. So a month ago was the official launch of my foundation and I gave 80,000 tokens to just girls going live on uh, MV Live. Girls, boys, trans models. What does that equate to dollar wise? So it's a little bit over $5,000. Okay. So I think it's like exactly $5,100. Okay. So I would just go in those cam boy, cam girls rooms and just tip. Mm-hmm. Like just, just because. Yeah. And... um I just, I always try to give back as much as I can. And it's unfortunate that this situation happened, but we were already planning to do it again. And I'm going to be given a hundred thousand tokens next week. Once again, just, just to give it back. Mm -hmm. And, but it, it really did open my eye and I was very sad and affected by the comments that I read, not because they were unhappy about how I fucked up, but Mm -hmm. because, wow, there's people going through some really hard times and Mm -hmm. how how can we part, be part of this conversation? How can we try to help things move forward? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we all need a reality check sometimes and social media is really good at doing that for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful for it because mm-hmm. I think that that was important for me to go through and mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. And yeah, it, it's, it's, um, I guess when you're going through some really, really, really hard times, it's mm-hmm. important to feel heard. And mm-hmm. if they can do it through social media, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I applaud you for coming forward and apologizing about it and speaking openly about it because a lot of people like to just sweep stuff under the rug. And so. Oh, no. I think having a conversation is important. Communicating mm-hmm. is important. And also, I'm a human being. I really did not have any bad intentions, mm-hmm. but I did fuck up and like everyone else does. And mm-hmm. I just. I promise I won't do it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So is there, what are your next plans for Minivids? What's what's happening moving forward? You guys are going to be at the AVN show, right? Yes, we're going to be at Xbit. So we're going to be at the Gay VN. Mm -hmm. We're going to be at Xbids, AVN, Straight Up Gay Porn. And we're starting to travel more. Mm. We're going to be going to the LAL Expo in Colombia in February. Okay. And we're also going to Bucharest for okay. the, um, uh, I think it's Bucharest Summit. Okay. I'm sorry if I made this, if that's not what it is. I think it's that Bucharest Summit. It? It's in September. Okay. Yeah. So we want to like, well, I'm going to be traveling more because I want to meet MV stars and mm-hmm. I want to really connect even more and listen to them and see what they want us to improve. And I think it's great to communicate through emails and social media, but getting a chance to really be one-on-one and meet people is so important. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be doing that a lot and um, just more of the same, basically keep improving the platform, uh, growing MV live, our live uh, camming, feature on many vids and trying to give back as much as we can also and just move this industry in the right direction. Fantastic. All right. Is there anything else that you want to maybe tell your MV stars, your fans? Um, 
just keep being proud of what you do and being proud of being a sex worker because you make this world such a better place. I really, truly believe that. And uh, nobody should ever shame you or make you feel bad for being such an amazing person. And I always feel like sex, wor sex workers have such a big heart and they're judgment free. They're, they're just amazing people. And I feel so proud to be surrounded by this industry and surrounded by those people. And thank you for inviting me. Awesome. Yeah, of course. You're the best. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thank you. Um, all right. Where can people find you on social media? It's at Bella French CEO. I'm mainly on Twitter and Instagram. I'm quite active, probably too much. That's why I get in trouble. I don't know what I'm, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, but those are the two places. Okay. And I'm also on many vids on MV Social. Mm -hmm. It's simply Bella French. Okay, fantastic. And you guys can find me at Holly Randall on Instagram and on Twitter. Don't forget to go to patreon.com slash Holly Randall Unfiltered to support this podcast. And thank you guys so much for listening slash watching. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to my show. If you're a longtime listener or a new one, I've got a lot of interviews. So make sure you check out everything from the beginning of my catalog because there's some real gems back in the early days of the show. And if you enjoy this show, there's a couple of things that you can do to support it. First of all, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate me five stars and leave a review. It's incredibly helpful to get my show up in the charts. Secondly, you can join my Patreon for as little as $5 a month and watch the interviews stream live, which by the way, gives you access to my episodes way before anyone else. You can also get signed prints, books, merchandise, such as shirts and mugs, access to my private Snapchat, and a free membership to my website, hollyrandall.com. Plus, I offer tons of bonus content, Q&A with your favorite guests that you cannot hear on the free platforms, and of course, my exclusive bonus podcast, My LA Porn Life, that I do with my production manager, Eva. It gives you a real and hilarious insight into what it takes to run a small porn company like mine. Because trust me, my job, though stressful, awkward, and facepalm ridiculous as it is sometimes, well, it's never boring. And we definitely give you the juicy behind the scenes dish that you can't get anywhere else. Plus, Eva's dating life is absolutely hilarious and she holds nothing back. So go to patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered and join the community. Your support helps me in my journey to change people's minds about the adult industry and hopefully the lives of the people in it. Next week on the podcast, I am super excited to have one of my favorite people back on the show. She's actually been on twice before, but the first time was with um, her and my mutual friend, Jelena Jensen. And the second time, she actually was interviewing me for a special version of this show. But this time, I have Ryan Keeley all to myself, and the entire show is meant to be about her and what's going on in her life. Well, that's what I planned, but Ryan is an old friend and she's hilarious and she's somebody that's so easy to talk to that we really fell into this just kind of organic conversation about everything in life. We talk about everything from anal pasta to butt con to 
thespian robotic rights. You just, you need to listen to the podcast to understand what we're talking about. This is a really enjoyable one. It's so funny. And I think you're going to absolutely love it. I know I did. I wish that I could have Ryan on like seriously every day. She's so great. So make sure you come back next week for Ryan Keeley on Holly Randall Unfiltered. <laughs>